0: Hey, we're Ann and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God, helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to give some encouragement for couples chasing boldly after God together. Welcome to the Marriage After God podcast, where we believe that marriage was meant for more than just happily ever after.
1: I'm Jennifer, also known as Unveiled Wife.
0: And I'm Aaron, also known as Husband Revolution.
1: We have been married for over a decade.
0: And so far, we have four young children.
1: We have been doing marriage ministry online for over seven years through blogging and social media.
0: With the desire to inspire couples to keep God at the center of their marriage, encouraging them to walk in faith every day.
1: We believe that Christian marriage should be an extraordinary one, full of
0: life, love, and power that can only be found by chasing after God. Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we chase boldly after God's will for our life together.
1: This is Marriage After God. Thanks so much for joining us this week, and we before we jump into today's topic, wanted to encourage you as always to leave us a review. Um, if you haven't had time to do this already, uh, now would be a great time. Uh, you can leave a star rating review and or a comment review, and we just want you to know that these really encourage us. So many of you have done this already, and we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's done that. Um, but if you have haven't done that yet, uh, we just wanted to invite you to leave us a review.
0: Also, we created a free prayer challenge, uh- hundreds and hundreds of couples have already gone through this prayer challenge and we want to invite you to participate. Marriageprayerchallenge.com is where you go to sign up. It's completely free. And you, if you're the wife, you choose the wife prayer challenge. If you're the husband, you choose the husband prayer challenge. And uh, we will send you an email every day for 31 days with prayer prompts to pray for your spouse. And uh, we just want to, we want to make this to encourage your prayer life, to inspire your prayer life and uh, to challenge you to get into p- prayer daily for your spouse. And so that's marriage marriageprayerchallenge.com. It's completely free. Uh, Go check that out today.
1: All right, guys, before we jump into today's topic, Aaron and I had an extremely uh, beautiful and incredible surprise that we got to share with each other this week. And so we just wanted to take a second to highlight that. Uh, We know a lot of you follow us on social media and so you probably already heard the news. Uh, For those of you who, uh, you know, your main um, thing is just listening to the podcast, we found out this week that we are having a sweet little baby girl.
0: We found out the gender.
1: We we're so excited.
0: Yeah. And for those that don't know, uh, we this would be number five mm-hmm. for us. And we've uh, uh, been in the dark about the gender um, two times. Yeah. Every so other th- time. Every <laughs> other time. So we found out with Elliot. We didn't find out with Olive. We and found here's, out with Wyatt. We here's didn't find why. out with
1: Truett. Here's why. Because I like to find out and Aaron doesn't. So this is our little... Gift to each other back right. and forth. But we're not
0: even, so that means we have to go to the next one, and then we're gonna have to keep going. But
1: yeah, I did think it was pretty sweet after we found out we were having a girl. Aaron said, "Well, we got a full house, but like we we really do have a full house, and I love it. It's yeah. so fun."
0: And uh, I I just want everyone to know that the reason we we like to bring these these topics up about our children is not to boast about our children. It's because we love children. We're excited that our family's growing. Is it difficult? Yes, but it's so good. It's so fruitful. The Mm -hmm. Bible says everything the Bible says about children is good things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just want to be positive um, affirmers, of childbearing, <laughs> of rearing children. <laughs>
1: children are a blessing. <laughs>
0: they are a blessing. And we, so we just want to let you go, we all know about our journey with children. And um, so that was just a little side note about um, our little baby Edith that's coming in March. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited about that.
1: Okay, now we can go.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be, this is just a story a fairly straightforward episode. We just thought so many people are pr- are going through our, our book marriage after God right now. And many, many, many couples have had our devotionals marriage after God and wife after God and our prayer books, 31 prayers for my husband, 31 prayers for my wife. And these are all these marriages. They're, they're chasing after God. Mm-hmm. They said, we want more of God. We want to find out what he's doing in our life. We want to, we want to chase his will for our life together. And, and they're doing it boldly. And, you know what? Sometimes we need to be encouraged in our pursuit. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to do. We want to encourage you, the listener, in your pursuit as a husband and wife, in your pursuit of God, in your pursuit of holiness, in your pursuit of what God's doing and his will for your life, and the ministry that he's uniquely created you to do Mm -hmm. as a couple. And so that's kind of what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. And if you have the opportunity to share this episode with your spouse, I'd say do that um, or listen to it together yeah Yeah.
0: and then also uh share it with someone you know that needs some encouragement in their journey uh, in their faith in their journey towards uh knowing god more and and hearing him better and pursuing him
1: yeah and that same journey of of uh you know just building unity within their marriage
0: yeah so we have uh 10 encouragements we're going to walk through and we're going to give some scripture and we're just going to share about it it's going to be fairly straightforward but just want you to be encouraged by this. So what we'll do is we'll just go right into number one. And the first encouragement we want to give to all those that are listening in your journey uh, is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The, this these, this journey can be fearful sometimes. The enemy wants to make us afraid. And I just wanted to read. So I just want to read this verse, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear what, when heat comes for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in year of the drought for it does not cease to bear fruit uh, this verse is very reminiscent of Psalm 1 mm-hmm. um, but this is in Jeremiah and it's just this idea of like when we when our trust is in the Lord when our trust is the Lord which is I love how that says that we're like a tr- tree planted by water we always have what we need we're sturdy and even when things come like the heat right mm-hmm. when the when the the fears and the trials and the struggles come that we don't fear mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to fear withering. We we just, we we press forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I love the fact that this is a, a, a beautiful picture for us to remember. I think it's sometimes easier for us to remember pictures versus words. Oh, so yeah. I bet the next time we feel afraid or fearful or overwhelmed or anxious, we're probably going to get this image mm-hmm. of a tree planted by his dream in our minds. And hopefully we do so that we're encouraged about what this uh, scripture is, mm-hmm. is saying to encourage us.
0: Yeah, trust in the Lord and we will have no reason to fear.
1: Yeah. One thing I thought about this encouragement um, was just that this world is dark. Like the the, the culture that we live in. Yeah, all you got to do is listen to there, the radio or turn on the TV. There's evil everywhere. <laughs> and it's not like we can um, avoid it or pretend like it's not happening. Right. But we do live here and we can't be afraid. We have to. We have to put our trust in God.
0: Mm-hmm. So, be bold and just know that He's our... Our fortress. Yeah. He's our shelter. He's good. Mm-hmm. He is our trust.
1: Yeah. So the things that are happening in this world, we can't let it um push us into a corner or you know, make us feel less than like we have to remain and continue chasing boldly after God. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just want to give a quick uh story about something that what, in chasing after God and, and asking God what He had for us, uh, one of the things that recently came up with us was branching off from our home church to start another home church.
1: Right. One of the reasons is it makes room for more people,
0: and exactly, our, our home church was growing so large, and you deeper know, deeper intimacy. It was, it was time mm-hmm. we needed a branch so that they can grow, mm-hmm. and uh, we were one of the couples to help start the branch that this new home church. And you know what? In that season, it was a little scary. We're like, well, what's this going to you know, mean? Are we going to be able to hang out with... You know, we had all these relationships. We just were mm-hmm. so close with and loved. And we're like, are we ever going to see them as much? And mm-hmm. you know, there's, it's going to be different and who's going to come and how's this going to work? And, and we just had to, again, trust God. And God, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing. You're going to make it where you've made it work before. You've, you've grown us and shown us and taught us. You're going to continue to do that. Yeah. And that's what we had to lean on mm-hmm. during that season. And you know what? Like how awesome... Have you felt with this with our new home it's church? Been,
1: it's it's been great. It's been really incredible. And uh, with that example, I can say um, this is true. But also, probably for many others, um, when you're stepping out and doing um, things, you know, in ministry mm-hmm. or trying to persevere in a in a call that God has um, spoken to you, that uh, we get afraid because of unknowns. And
0: mm-hmm. yeah, what does this mean? How that this can work? become
1: a trigger for why we feel afraid, and so it's really important that um, even in those moments we trust in God. Going back to that word trust, you know, and it's something that's really been encouraging to me is the times that I'm afraid, and I especially because of those unknowns or I don't understand something, I find so much comfort in trusting you, Aaron, in the way that you mm. lead our family and well, make decisions. And so I just wanted to share that you know, to encourage the, the women and the wives who are listening that God has given us a gift in our husbands and we can um, we can f- enjoy that comfort and mm-hmm. that, that place of security when we trust in our husbands, especially when they're trusting in the Lord. It's just, oh, yeah. it's been a huge encouragement to me.
0: So don't be afraid. Number two, and this kind of goes along with it, don't grow weary because mm. it can get, wearisome uh the day in the day out the the pursuing god the 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 you know the steps towards what he's put in front of you for us it's Mm -hmm. it's our online ministry and it's our books and it's our children it's our children and it's our home church and Mm -hmm. and sometimes think it just gets difficult and and uh drudgery it can feel like Mm
1: -hmm. well i think sometimes we can um be impatient to want to see the fruit. And so when we don't see like the benefit of why are we mm-hmm. doing this in the first place? It can feel like, I don't know, that sometimes that weariness is more yeah. apparent to us than the actual fruit that's happening because it takes time to mature. So I don't know, that's-,
0: mm-hmm. that's I, a- think, I think about people that are um, praying Earnestly for someone's salvation mm-hmm. or healing or um, a burden that they're going through, and, and you're just praying, like, "Lord, release them from this. Help them in this. Uh, change them, Lord." Mm-hmm. Right? And that could get burdensome and wearisome. Like, Lord, I, I've been praying for so long. Why? What, what's? Why isn't it changing? Why isn't he changing? Why isn't she changing? Why? Why? Why have I not seen the fruit of my labor? Mm-hmm. And again. Don't grow weary. I, Persevere. I, keep yeah, going. I, I think of Galatians six nine. It says, "And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up."
1: Don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> not do Also, um, Philippians three fourteen. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus.
0: Yeah, and th- there's this idea of of in running a race, and we cast off the sin that so easily besets us, and mm-hmm. and it's a it's a journey that we're on, but it takes a. Uh, a consistency of movement mm-hmm. that we're not stopping because the moment we stop, we're moving backwards. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, no, move forward, take that next step, keep going. Mm-hmm. And again, not fearing because we just talked about right. that, and remembering who our prize is. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, our prize is is in heaven. It's it's eternity with the Father. It's mm-hmm. it's we we have the prize now, even mm-hmm. in our salvation in Christ, and knowing that He's the one helping us move. Mm-hmm it's it's as paul said it's no longer i that live but christ who lives in me he's m- moving in us and so i, I also think of that, that scripture that jesus said all you who are um heavy or yeah burdened, heavy laden i will give you rest mm-hmm. and that that's who our god is and so don't grow weary you know, you gave
1: some really great examples um you know just a little while ago about what this could look like and not growing weary and doing those things. but I also just want to speak to the mundane for a second because I think so often we um our day-to-day life is not super impressive to the world standards. yeah, there's not and we can always happening well and- we can <laughs> easily get get in that comparison trap, especially through social media of like, well, I'm not doing what they're doing or I'm mm-hmm. not this person. I'm not up on this platform or or any of those comparisons. And so we, little mm-hmm. the impact we have with the mundane. And that could look like so many different things. I know for me, it's the day in and day out of having four, almost five little kids who were were homeschooling and were taken care of. And so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, changing diapers and um, you know, I think those examples are used a lot when you talk about the mundane, but I think for for a lot of people, it probably What's looks reality? a little bit different. Maybe it's yeah. going to that nine to five job that right. you don't feel like has an impact, but think about all the people there that you get to influence and be like God to, has you there. Yeah, why does God have you in those yeah. moments, even if those moments feel mundane, and don't go, grow weary in doing good even in those smallest uh opportunities mm-hmm. that you have because what's that verse about working unto the Lord?
0: We're doing all things.
1: We're not doing Lord. it for man's sake. We're not doing it for ourselves. Either.
0: Hey, Marriage After God family, Jennifer and I have been parents for over six years now and we have our fifth child on the way, but that by no means makes us experts. I don't know about you, but there are many days where I literally feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. But the one thing I am sure of is that it is my wife's and my responsibility to raise our kids to know God and His Word, especially in the world we live in today. That is why it is so important that we reach out for help from other godly Christian parents when we need it. And sometimes we may just need some friendly reminders and encouragement. With that being said, we want to introduce you to our good friends Isaac and Angie Tolpin from the Courageous Parenting Podcast. They're offering our listeners a completely free parenting workshop where you will learn six keys to equipping confident Christian kids for an uncertain world. Isaac and Angie Tolpin have eight kids, ranging from young adult to toddler, and have been married for over 20 years, and they've been our close and personal friends for over five years. Please take a moment today and register for our free workshop at CourageousParenting.com. Now, please enjoy the rest of this episode uninterrupted. they are doing all things. We're not doing
1: Lord. it for man's sake. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it unto him, for his I glory.
0: I want to read a story in Second Chronicles about a king. Oh, one of the kings of Judah. I think the third king of Judah. His name's King, I think it's Asa. It's in chapter 15. It says this, the spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and went out to meet Asa and said to him, hear me Asa and and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if But if you you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel was without a true God and without a teaching priest and without law. But when in their their distress they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, he was found by them. In those times there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in. For, For great disturbance afflicted all the inhabitants of the land. They were broken in pieces. Nation was crushed by nation and city by city. For God troubled them with every sort of distress. But you take courage, do not let your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. As soon as Asa heard these words, the prophecy of Azariah, the son of Oded, he took courage and put away the detestable idols from all the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities that he had taken in the hill country of Ephraim. Uh, just this, this was a story of a king who just entered into a, a wicked kingdom. Mm-hmm. His father served idols and he heard the word of the Lord through uh, Azariah and said, no, I'm going to go and do what God's called me to do. And I'm not going to let my hand be weak. He was encouraged. And that's kind of what we're trying to do to you listening is to encourage you so that you hear the word of the Lord and the encouragement to continue and go to do that, which is seems hard. Mm-hmm. Like this is a king that went and he, it goes into saying, he tore down all the, the, you know, the different idols and the, and he brought out the holy I- items. And he, he did all these things. It was like, they call it religious reform. In this chapter, he, Brought the nation back to God, mm. this one man, uh, and he was encouraged to to not let his hands be weak, but to to continue on and to and to do that that thing that God had for him to do. It was it was Asa's job to do, and so I just want to encourage you. God has a job for you. He's got a ministry for you, a plan for you to not grow weary and be encouraged, and take these words and say, "Oh, we're going to move forward. We're going to persevere."
1: Mm. That's really good. I have um, one more thing that I want to share very quickly on this. And it's, um, you know, we already talked about trees earlier, but it has to do with that. Um, I was thinking about your analogies. I know, I know. I like pictures. Maybe you guys are with me on that. But, um, you know, we started this garden when we moved into our house and we planted some fruit trees. And when I think about, you know, don't grow weary, I think about my fruit trees because it takes time, especially if you get them as babies to mature, to be able to produce uh, fruit that you can actually enjoy, really good fruit, um, and also throughout the year you get to watch them go through different seasons, and it takes so long. I remember we um, we were going, we were traveling. Uh, in the springtime to visit our family. And I was so worried that I was going to miss their blossoms, you know, the fruit blossoms, Mm because it's so beautiful. Um, But there's different seasons that you get to experience uh, before you enjoy that fruit. And so part of not growing weary is actually enjoying those different seasons that you're put in and um, seeing why God has you there.
0: Yeah, knowing that you're being cultivated to bear good fruit. Yeah. All right, number three, remember you're not alone. That's a, that's a good one because sometimes we can feel alone, mm-hmm. especially when we're, we're pursuing God and, and, we're, and we feel like we're hearing from him and we're, and we're chasing after something he's given us. Mm-hmm. And we, there might not be a lot of people in our lives that are in the same place as us. Mm-hmm. Not that we're better. It's just we're in a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a long time, uh, we were the only one out of people that we knew that had, uh, had children, Had a child, Mm -hmm. and that that can feel lonely. Or um, five children, (laughs) but luckily we have a lot of people that have large families now. But
1: I even want to point out this in the beginning of our marriage, when we were going through a lot of hardship, I felt really lonely. I don't know if you did, honey, but um, I felt lonely in our marriage. Oh, yeah. Because of how we were struggling with intimacy and struggling with each other. And so, even in marriage, even though there's two people in a marriage, you can feel lonely if you guys aren't when we weren't communicating, we weren't building up our friendship, right. we weren't um, being intimate with each other. And that had a a really big impact on me because I, when you feel lonely, when you feel alone, it does feel hard to do stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, but I want to encourage those that if there's a, a marriage where the, the husband may be you know, pursuing God and the wife isn't, or the wife is pursuing God and the husband isn't, uh, that even in those situations and you may feel alone in your marriage, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. It says this, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the bo- in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifest in our bodies. Jesus is in us. His death and life, are, are in us and with us. So we, and Jesus also says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says this in several spots in the Bible, in the Mm -hmm. old Testament and then in the new. So the, in the first place you have Christ, Mm -hmm. he's your friend, your redeemer, your healer. And so that is something that should bring us comfort and not in a superficial way not like hey you got jesus like i'm like legitimately i was reading in my devotional at the very end it said oh to spend an hour with my savior wow. and the way he said it i just thought i want to feel that mm-hmm. the way he wrote that i want to feel that mm-hmm. to spend an hour with my savior and and that that idea that he's with us mm-hmm. and that even in a in a, a prison paul can write a beautiful letter to the philippians And like, and sing songs of joy and hope and praise, you know, so you're not alone. Christ is with you. Secondly, John 14, 16, you want to read that?
1: Yeah, it says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever.
0: Forever. Who's that helper?
1: We wrote about this in in the last chapter of Marriage After God. And I I just love that part of of our book because it's such an encouragement to us to be reminded that. We aren't doing any of this alone. We have the Holy Spirit with us.
0: And what's awesome is He's doing it. I keep mm-hmm. going back to like, we're, we're vessels. The Bible calls us vessels mm-hmm. or living stones mm-hmm. or living sacrifices. All of these terms are God's doing it and we're the object mm-hmm. that He's doing it through. We're not the thing doing it, uh, which should bring us hope and, and excitement. Like, oh, thank God he's doing it. Because if it was me, like I'm going <laughs> to...
1: Yeah, what I think about in that verse, John 14, is that um, he says, helper. And and everyone knows that someone who helps you, it's so rewarding and it's it's an active thing. It's not here you have a an helper and they just sit there mm. and watch you do what you're doing or they, um, you know, are paying attention. No, they're active. And like Aaron said, they're the Holy Spirit is the one doing it.
0: Right. And I want to, um, uh, and I might be wrong here, but that word helper, it sounds very familiar to me. It reminds me of um, what God called Eve, mm. the help meet, that perfect helper for her husband. And so that role is not a passive role. The Holy Spirit in our life is that perfect helper mm-hmm. to us. And, and we have, a I have a wife who is a perfect helper to me or is could aspire to being a perfect helper to me and that's one of her roles is in, in our, our marriage which is i think a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. i think of the power of the holy spirit i think of the power of, that I, you have in my life yeah uh, just a cool thing
1: something that i've been um thinking about lately just in my own capacity too with knowing that number five is coming and we have this ministry that we love and we love doing together um, is I question often my capacity and I've been praying about it a lot lately and I just over and over and over again feel God telling me that it's not me doing it and I can't possibly do it on my own strength. Mm -hmm. And if I even try or attempt or think I can, I'm gonna fail. And I do (laughs) if I do it without him. And I have been leaning so hard on him because I, I I, I, want Him to use me. I want Him to use us as a team for His glory. I want Him to use us as parents, righteous parents and good parents in our children's lives. Um, but I can't do it without Him. So we really just wanted to encourage you guys to remember that you're not alone. You have the Holy Spirit. You have your spouse. You know, unity is such a powerful thing. And
0: um, and then also, you have the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You should be in community with other believers walking with you that can Absolutely. encourage you and let you know, like, "Hey, I know this seems hard right now, but you're doing a good job." Yeah, like that. That's what we need believers for. Yeah. Number four, uh, just like we can't uh, lean on our own strength, and that we need to lean on God and His Son Jesus and His Holy Spirit and the Church. Uh, we lean on God's wisdom. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So as you're pursuing the Lord, there's gonna be times that you're like, this just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Be in the word of God, be in prayer, be in community and find out what makes sense to him, to God, in his kingdom, in his purposes. Uh, Sometimes giving doesn't make sense. Right.
1: Yeah. I think the world looks at that and says, that's foolish.
0: Yeah. Sometimes uh, being sacrificial in your life doesn't make sense.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because what the world says is like, no, no, no. You got to preserve yourself.
1: Yeah. Look out for self.
0: Right. Uh, Sometimes. uh, Yeah. All of these things that we we can say like, man, this doesn't feel like wisdom, but we're thinking in our own understanding. Mm -hmm. It's God. We have to look at God's wisdom. What does his word say? What is you know, when we when we find Godly counsel? I what was are we? just going to say yeah.
1: sometimes a lot of times, leaning on God is not just, you know, looking at His Word and applying it to what you're doing, but it's having that godly counsel where you tell mm-hmm. people what you're doing. You submit your your plans and your desires and what you know what's going on in your your lives yep. so that they can be praying for you so that they can be giving you mm-hmm. that counsel and advice and exhortation if it's needed.
0: One of the things that we, uh, many of you might be doing is trying to get out of debt right Mm -hmm. now. Um, And to many people in the world, that's kind of a crazy thought. It's like, first of all, everyone's got debt. Why are you trying to get out of debt? Second of all, you're burdening your your everyday life so much just to get out of debt. Like, what's the big deal, right? Um, Isn't everyone in debt? (laughs) And so that's not like God's wisdom is like, well, I want my children to be free,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And the world says, no, we should be slaves. That's what the world says. Um, but number five says, uh, this is our encouragement to you, is to stick to the plan and budget. <laughs> this is an encouragement for you. because It's got to
1: be an encouragement because, first of all, finances, I mean, it just, there's a lot that...
0: It's a huge part of our life. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, trying to be a missionary or starting a company or work a nine to five or whatever yeah. it is. Like, like literally right now, we're like trying to figure out how to... F- Fix a hose on our car, and, uh, <laughs> tires, and the electric bill, and we—all these things are or, ordinary, normal life.
1: And we know what it's like for God to plant a seed in your heart for ministry and to have this dream or desire to do something good mm-hmm. in this world, and
0: not be able to afford it.
1: <laughs> or, well, I was just gonna say, oftentimes it requires money, yeah. And so, like Aaron said, if you're a, if you're a slave and in your if you're in bondage to debt, then it will hinder that. Process. And so mm-hmm. we just wanted to be a huge encouragement to remind you guys to stick to the plan. If you and your spouse have talked about it and you know what you're supposed to be doing, oh, it's so, it's so rewarding. Yeah. Aaron and I have been debt free and it's been so, so healthy for our it marriage. It changes every
0: decision we make. Yeah. Uh, but like if you, so like Jennifer said, if you got this budget and you're, you guys are, have a goal, right? And it can get easy, it can get wearisome. We just talked about not being weary. And you're like, we just need to, I want to spend some money or I want to go on vacation, or I want, like there's going to be things that your flesh craves. Stick to the plan. Yeah. Be on the same page. Maybe find a, a, a smaller way to get that craving out of it. Like mm-hmm. go get ice cream yeah. <laughs> and just enjoy that. Like a small cup of ice cream, enjoy it and say, you know what? We're doing a good thing. We're doing, encourage we're, we're each being other. <laughs> obedient and encourage each other. Yes, use, use those positive words of encouragement and say, we're obeying God. He, he wants his children free mm-hmm. and we're pursuing a good thing. Yeah. Let's keep working at it. We're gonna get out of the set. We're gonna we're gonna crush this. We're gonna have that freedom.
1: I just I, I know we kind of like um, said a lot in just a few seconds about finances, but it really is a big topic, especially in marriage to tackle. And I almost feel like we should have started one step before this and say make a plan. Um, if you don't have a plan, I just plan, want to yeah. encourage those of you who are listening right now going. We don't even have a plan. Please talk to your spouse about this. This is so vital, you guys, especially for Christians to. Uh, talk about finances. We and have marriage. an
0: episode about getting out of debt. Go, go check that episode out later. It's an awesome episode. It talks about making a plan, mm-hmm. talks about budget, talks about a lot of stuff. I want to read one more scripture in this section. Hebrews 12, 13. You might think this is weird, but it's a good scripture. <laughs> it says, and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed.
1: Mm-hmm. First, can I just point out, it said straight paths and there's another verse that we talked about yep. that.
0: So uh, keeping to the budget and the plan is kind of like like you stay straight there's another verse that says don't look to the right or to the left but keep your eyes forward right um, and Jesus even says in, w- in one place he says if you put your hand to the plow and you look back you're not fit for the mm-hmm. kingdom of heaven there's this idea of, of moving forward and you're in this this mode but then you keep looking back like well yeah. what am I missing out on or is this even worth it or what am I doing yeah. like this is too hard and Jesus is like no, no. put your hands to the plow put your head down you, you just keep moving that, <laughs> that plow forward Uh, That's what it feels like sometimes getting out of debt.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But it is rewarding. And I just want to go back to this verse really quick in Hebrews 12, because uh, talk about word pictures. It Mm -hmm. says, um, and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. that's what we're trying to do. All of a sudden my hip hurts really bad. (laughs) But when you make a a financial decision, especially against your spouse or without your spouse, oh man, it hurts so
0: bad. Right, Mm -hmm. Aaron? Well, no, and that's the point is, is you're trying to heal something. And so unless you keep that path straight, you're going to make that, that thing that's trying to be healed worse.
1: Hey, that's a really good verse for, for yeah. finances. That was awesome. Um,
0: so last thing, I know I said last thing already. This is another <laughs> last thing. Make your plans public not just internalize them Mm. because we do this. This is a a strategy we use to make ourselves feel better about something we're planning to do, Mm. but to not actually commit to it.
1: Is this going back to talking about biblical community?
0: There's a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So if I, inside, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stop eating cupcakes. And I say that to myself.
1: But you don't tell anyone. But
0: then like cupcakes come up. Not a single person in my life knows that I said I'm not going to eat cupcakes. And then I can tell myself inside again, it's just this one time. I'm gonna have this cupcake. It's not a big deal. No one even knows. On and then, like, yeah, you know, and I'll just do half a cupcake. But if I say to someone out loud, or my like my spouse, "Hey, I'm gonna stop eating cupcakes," I know that's a problem with me. Now my wife knows, and you know what happens? They're glaring at you and those cupcakes. Yeah, the cu- down. cupcakes come out, and they don't even think about it. But you reach for one, and they look at you like, "What are you doing?" You just said you're <laughs> not gonna eat cupcakes.
1: It's called accountability.
0: It is. So <laughs> I just want to say, don't internalize your plans. Make them public. Say, tell people. Tell people that are gonna look at you and be like, "Hey, man." you said you're going to do this. Why aren't you doing that? Mm. Right. That's a good thing. Okay. Encouragement number six, the journey may be overwhelming at times, but remember the fruit's going to be good. Okay. You, you talked about the fruit tree.
1: Oh yeah. Here uh, we go. Just so, looping back around. Like
0: we're, we had all this growth this year on the, on the fruit tree. And I go out there and yeah, I haven't been doing the horticultural link. You have been doing that. <laughs> and I look at it and there's like 14, 18, 22 inches of new growth on like all these branches. And I look at it, I'm like, I don't even like, what do you do? <laughs> You're like, well, you have to cut here, and you have no, to cut here and there. To and here. Stare <laughs> <at it. laughs> yeah, and it, it it could when you're when you're moving forward and you're and you're chasing after God, there can be seasons that feel overwhelming, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that on the other side, there's going to be good fruit, mm-hmm. and uh, there's this um, uh, allegory or an old saying I've heard, and it says, "How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time." <laughs> And the idea is like the overwhelming things in life. This can go for a lot of overwhelming things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one, of, one strategy in business is tackle the hardest thing first. Right. That's kind of like the idea is like, it It takes one step. It takes one bite. It takes one, you know, one choice in that se- season of being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. One right choice. Um, as our, our pastor, um, Matt, always said, he said, in, in times that you don't know what to do, just do the next right thing. Yeah. And that's usually what being overwhelmed makes you feel like, that you don't, you're like, oh, there's all this stuff. There's all this input. That's where all that, that overwhelmness comes Mm -hmm. from. Oh, there's too much stimulus. Um, This choice, this choice, that thing, this problem, that issue. I don't know what to do. Just remember that there's fruit on the other side of it and to slow down. And also to remember that Christ has already overcome all of this Mm -hmm. and he's the one in us. In John 16, 33, it says, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. Hmm. which is I like love that word peace <laughs> peace is like the it's like the the kryptonite to to uh overwhelmed you know an overwhelmed heart like it just melts it you know so uh that you may have peace in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart i have overcome the world so we serve the overcomer mm-hmm. he has overcome all things and we're in him and that's a that's just just such a good feeling. So don't be overwhelmed. Slow down, pray, get on your knees, take a break and start uh praising God also and thanking God. These are all antidotes and Christ will be our peace.
1: All right, moving on to the uh next one. It's just remembering that your marriage is your first ministry and this was a huge thread throughout marriage after God, but we we always are encouraging it because this was something that we had to learn in the middle of our marriage, um, you know, a few years ago that no matter what kind of impact we have in this world, nothing is more powerful than the ministry within our marriage and our interactions between each other, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the truth of it. That's where nothing it all comes can from. Des-
0: and nothing can destroy our other ministries faster than our marriage falling apart that's true. not being cultivated we even wrote in the in the book about how we were already in the ministry of you know talking to marriages and encouraging them when we were doing that full force and writing devotionals and Mm -hmm. and we had forgotten about our marriage Mm -hmm. we we like we were confronted on it we looked at each other like oh (laughs) we need to be looking here
1: so i have a question that just came to my mind if if you listening right now feel like you are chasing boldly after god can i ask are you chasing boldly after your spouse Hmm. because the two when you're married the two go hand in hand
0: yeah they're 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 the same thing in in essence that when i'm told to love my wife as christ loves the church one of the ways i chase after god is in loving my wife Mm -hmm. as christ loves the church yeah i practice that with my bride
1: pursuing each other walking in understanding loving truly loving each other right so, just want so to put that out there. Don't, think about-
0: no, don't neglect your marriage, as you guys, because uh, this can happen. Maybe you're you're starting a business. Maybe you're in the, uh, the process of adoption. Which we know people that have gone through the adoption process. It is a heavy thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's long. It's drawn out. It's there's so much stuff that go, goes into it. And in those seasons, don't forget where your first ministry lies, where your where your first love lies. That your marriage is so important. Because to be honest, all of these things you're doing, if you're adopting, your marriage better be like on point Mm -hmm. for that child. Mm -hmm. And you know this, everyone, everyone listening understands this, but it's just good to be reminded and encouraged. Like don't neglect your marriage. Number eight, if you're having a hard day, remember that it's temporary. Temporary. These hard things are temporary. I didn't write this verse down, uh, but there's a verse that says uh, the current the current struggles are nothing to be compared with the coming glory.
1: Mm, that's beautiful. Like the
0: things that we currently—it uh, doesn't matter what the worst thing possible you can imagine or have gone through—it's nothing to mm-hmm. be compared to the coming glory in Christ Jesus. The Amen. the renewed body, the the no more tears, the streets of gold, the yeah. the eternity with the Father, the, the eternal praise—that mm-hmm. nothing can be compared with that. Yeah. So make the choice to move forward, even though you had our day.
1: That's good. Yeah, I think we do get hung up on hard days. Because we're human, we make mistakes, we choose wrong, we mess up, mm-hmm. and we can't let those things hinder us or keep us down. What do we got to do?
0: Well, we got to pr- uh, be appropriate with them. So w- when we make mistakes, when we choose to do wrong, when we mess up, when we, when we choose sin or, or anger or those things that that hinder us, mm-hmm. we got to confess. We got to forgive. We got to remember that God is good and loves us. Mm-hmm. And let's get back up. <laughs> That's What's what we got to do. Yeah.
1: What happens if it's a hard day because of someone else's choices or some other external circumstances that we're enduring through? What mm-hmm. would you say to that, that person?
0: I would say that, you know what? God has a ministry for all of us. And if it's sickness or um, turmoil or a relationship, that's where God has you. And, and you got, we, we need to be asking, Lord, why am I here? Yeah. What do you want from me? How can I be a light and salt in mm-hmm. this situation right now? Um. Okay, number nine. Talk often about where you are emotionally and spiritually. So this is an encouragement to talk. To who? Your spouse. Mm. To other believers. Mostly your spouse, like in these more interpersonal things. But be talking about stuff. Because a lot of times we can internalize so many things, especially for an introvert. If someone's naturally inside time. So I'm
1: like, my tendency is more introvert chill I don't <laughs> I'm <laughs> Introverted. A, I'm more introverted. And- I know that there's some things that I don't even know I'm actually thinking about and wrestling with until you look at me and go, What? (laughs) And I'm like, I know. I look uh, at you and I'm like,
0: What are you thinking? And you're like,
1: So, but the moment I say it out loud, sometimes even halfway through a sentence, I just stop myself because I go, I I didn't even realize that was a thing. And now I know what it is. And I'm going to go,
0: We should do an episode one time about how we have full blown arguments in your head. (laughs)
1: no you just made me sound crazy to Uh, everyone (laughs) no we
0: uh, we all do it because we have the the anyways we internalize a lot of things yeah i do um and so what i'm saying is talk about them
1: yeah i've been super encouraged by the way that we communicate in our marriage Mm -hmm. and just having that space to talk and and hash it out and sometimes it's been
0: a lot better lately. i'm i've been really encouraged by it as well well i was also gonna say that that that
1: sometimes our days are so full of of things and Mm-hmm. stick in a business or the plan, you know, to homeschool, whatever it is that we're working on, that sometimes it doesn't even happen until we lay down in bed at night, but then still just like making, again, marriage is our first right. priority that we are making time to look at each other and hold hands and yeah. talk about what's on our hearts. It's so important. And
0: so I wanted to make a note about this, about just talking, okay? It's getting out of us in a, a healthy way, mm-hmm. what's going on inside. Uh, there's a very, there are very few hours in a day. So let's make sure to make it a lifestyle of communication, mm-hmm. not just, Oh, I'll talk to you on Friday when we have that time off. Right. If it's in passing, not just, you know, dumping a load of like the all, everything ever, but like, Hey, I just want you to know, like I've been a little overwhelmed lately and I'd love for you to pray for me. And like that, that becomes a pattern. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, I was thinking today that this thing came up and it was—it's really like bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like burdened by it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to handle it. Like having a, a lifestyle because there's so sh- few hours in a day that we're not with each other twenty four seven. You're not around all your Christian friends mm-hmm. and, and and family all the time. To make it a lifestyle of communication.
1: Also, people can't read your mind. Your spouse can't read your mind. And something that I shared on social media last week was just that. Y- y- no one will know you unless you let them know you. So your spouse doesn't- kn-
0: Ladies, your husband can't read your <laughs> mind.
1: <laughs> hey, husbands, no. Um, this, is for, this is too. for everyone listening. You, Your spouse will get to know you when you let them know what's going on in your heart. So yeah. this, this idea of this encouragement of talking to each other is so vital. And it makes me think of that. I was really encouraged about King Asa and just that story you shared because just like he was encouraged, Um, to do the thing that God was calling him to do, there were a ton of idols wiped out of the kingdom. And I just think like how the power of our words have such an impact in our lives. And so just by Aaron and I sharing this encouragement with you today to go talk to each other, I feel like could be super powerful just in Mm. the kingdom of your marriage. And so I don't know why I was just encouraged by that so much just now. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Number 10, you may not know what God is calling you to tomorrow or in the future, but be faithful to do what he is calling you to do today. That's good. Yeah. And so we, we, sometimes we get, um, uh, what's the word, uh, paralyzed by the unknown of tomorrow. Like, how is it going to work? How's this going to happen? What will I ever be here? Mm-hmm. Is God going to do this thing? And it's always out in the future and it's, and we can't, we have no control over tomorrow. That's what the scripture tells us. But guess what we have today We get to walk today Mm -hmm. with Christ. We get to be in the spirit today. We get to make the right choice today. We get to chase him today. And so the encouragement to you is be concerned about today. Mm -hmm. Where's your heart today? Are you just trying to like shut down and check out?
1: Or rush through it.
0: Or rush through it or get people out of your way. Uh, No, we only have today. Mm -hmm. No one's promised tomorrow. Not a single person in the whole world is promised tomorrow. Okay. But we have today. Mm -hmm. you know, tomorrow probably will come. But the Bible wants us to be concerned about who we are, what we're doing, how we're thinking, what we're saying in this moment. Mm -hmm. Right now we have this moment. And there's, I've I've mentioned this quite a few times. There's something incredibly liberating about realizing what you have no control over and being okay with that. Mm -hmm. I have no control over tomorrow. (laughs) But you know what? I have control over right now. Mm -hmm. So I can pay that bill so that my electricity might be on tomorrow. (laughs) That's a a, a practical thought, but it's 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 right now. Like, how are we going to walk right now? Are we going to make that right choice right now? Yeah. So going back to the the money idea, real quick. mm -hmm. um, You know, we can say like, oh, I just want to feel better right now. Let's go to the movies. Maybe when you should take that twenty five dollars, or it's actually like fifty bucks now. The movies are so (laughs) so expensive. expensive, And put it towards your debt. That's definitely not going to feel as good as going to just sit down and relax for an hour, two hours. But what's the right thing now? (laughs) You know?
1: Yeah. And you know, just talking about how we shouldn't be worried about tomorrow or even the future, all everything that you're saying just makes me think like the choices that we have in this moment right now and shortly thereafter is going to impact tomorrow it's going to impact the future um you know i remember a friend of mine who um she's like a, a health coach slash fitness uh person and um you know she she shared something that was really encouraging but it was basically like if you want to be a certain way if you want to be healthy if you want to be fit and strong it's going to take time to get there and so every you choice share this was someone today? did you yeah that's oh, so crazy. it was so powerful but just <laughs> thinking about how right now matters not yeah, three months from now
0: yeah, to make tomorrow better. Yeah, right. Super encouraging. And so this verse, Proverbs 16, 9, it says, "The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps." And there's a contrast here. The the plans his way. There's a whole path set out. The way. It's like there's this, there's this, there's this, and then down the road there's gonna be this milestone, there's gonna be this milestone, and that's what we're gonna do. And then it says, "But the Lord establishes his, his steps." What are the steps? They're the individual things. They're the one, two, three. The little choices. <laughs> it, the, and but. The Lord establishes them. The establishing mm-hmm. is, is the the fortifying, the making strong, the mm-hmm. and steady, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we can run. Have you ever ran on a rock path and you're like falling over the place? I have really mm-hmm. weak ankles and I'll just fall mm-hmm. <laughs> if I try if I try and run too fast. But if we put our mind on the Lord and say, "Okay, Lord, the today security. your foot and every in that one step, that one moment right now will be established by the Lord." Mm-hmm. And so we just the last encouragement. Yeah, we just want you to realize that today's what you got and that's okay because mm-hmm. no one else has anything more yeah you're in the same place as all of us today
1: it's good it's really good
0: okay so i hope this encourages you 10 encouragements for you because you're chasing after the lord with us you're on this journey that's like our whole purpose for this podcast is doing this with us mm-hmm. i
1: feel like i should throw out a bonus one it's don't stop chasing boldly after god
0: don't give up <laughs> don't stop yeah. persevere uh so we we like to end in prayer Um, Before I do that, I just want to remind you to take advantage of that free prayer challenge. It's marriageprayerchallenge.com. You can get that right after this if you want. It's free. Um, But Jennifer, would you pray for us?
1: Yeah. Dear Lord, thank you that you are so patient with us. Thank you that our salvation is not contingent on our perfection, but your sons. Thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit to guide us, convict us, and teach us all things in your word. Lord, we pray you would encourage and inspire all of us to press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Lord, fill us with more hope and joy and help us to continue to walk in your spirit every day. We pray we would continue to chase boldly after you in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, go have a conversation with your spouse about this stuff. We always want to encourage you to do that, uh, to, to just take what we, the things that we've presented as ideas for conversation. And so we love you all. Look forward to having you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage.